0: This is Monty in the Morning. The show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning.
1: Hey, yo, man. How the heck are you? It is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. And we are... Living in the, I guess, spin cycle of BYU quarterbacks this week, it feels like. So, we'll have the very latest on that for you coming up. Uh, As well, uh, we've got to get into some shocking releases in the NFL. This Urban Meyer story that only ends one way. There is only one way that Urban Meyer winds up finishing this season. And I don't think it's as the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll talk about that. Um and then Jake wants to lead the show with baseball today.
2: I, I didn't so say go, I wanted to lead with baseball. Go right ahead.
1: What do you want to say about baseball?
2: Then nobody watches it and we should talk about BYU quarterbacks.
1: We had a huge fight before the show today about whether or not anybody gives a damn about the Boston Red Sox and New York Yankees last night. Now, admittedly, admittedly, we're still giving away a Traeger smoker. And admittedly, all you have to do is subscribe to the our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this on audio podcast, uh, what is up? Uh, just make sure that you hit subscribe, take a picture that you're subscribed. And then, um, yeah, tag us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Uh, and Jake, you have to tag us both. Jake is S-L-C Supercars on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And you're entered to win the Traeger Ironwood 650, if it is available, by the way, because I called my friends at Barbecue Pit Stop yesterday because I'm the only one who does anything on this show. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, they're currently out of stock on those. But considering we're at 2,413 and we're giving this thing away at 2,500... We'll figure something out. They better have one in by the weekend. Uh, Anyway... Hey, y'all, what's up, Greg Hawkins? Teddy Wayman says, morning, guys. Brylark, what's up? Dane, Tyler Holden, how the heck are you? Anyway, one of the recurring themes of the show today is do you care about the Major League Baseball postseason? Um, Because I, frankly, am so sick and tired of Red Sox and Yankees. I feel like it's crammed down our throat 50 times a season, and it's probably only 16 to 18 times a season. But it feels like it's all we ever hear about. And I think I'm burned out on Yankees and Red Sox. So last night, when the the Garrett Cole chokes as usual and winds up giving up three, four runs, I'm like, okay, cool, man. Or I, I guess he gave up three runs. I'm like, all right, cool. Game's over. It is what it is. It happens every year. A Yankee pitcher chokes, and the Red Sox wind up winning the game.
2: Okay, so you're just saying that you don't enjoy like is is it fair to say you don't enjoy postseason baseball then or you just want a different matchup or what No,
1: I don't like the Yankees and Red Sox. I'm and I know I'm probably the only one in the country who doesn't care about it. Um because I tr- I truly am just so t- I'm I hate I pretty much hate both of those teams. Um you know, I enjoy watching Aaron Judge hit. Um that's cool, but I hate Garrett Cole. If he gets hit by a bus tomorrow and his career's over, I would actually probably do some jumping jacks.
2: So then if you hate Garrett Cole, how did you not enjoy what happened last night? Because he choked and the Yankees lost the game in a game that everybody felt like they probably should have won. And, uh, you know, like, like you were saying before the show, oh, they were never in it. I completely disagree. The Yankees are in every game that they play. And, and, and I feel like, you know, they, they, they had an opportunity and Phil Nevin messed it up. As soon
1: as they were down three, nothing, that game was over. And by the way, the reason I didn't enjoy, you know, Garrett Cole getting lit up is cuz it was the Red Sox who there are a few teams I hate more than the Boston Red Sox. Mm-hmm. Like I just I there's and maybe that's why I said I'm asking people. Like I I'm, I'm open to the idea that maybe I'm just too biased and I don't have any love in it, but I hate I hate the Red Sox. I I I have
2: respect for the Yankees on a so, certain level, but- So would you rather watch preseason basketball over Yankees Red Sox?
1: Um yeah probably. Probably. I like if if the Lakers or Suns were on, yeah, absolutely I'd have been watching that instead of baseball. But last night I worked out at home. Um you know, was uh you know, coming off of a of a of a grinder kind of day at work, couldn't get to the gym, so I wound up doing like 45 minutes on the Bowflex last night and you know, worked a little bit more after that. Like had the game on, but Honestly, I looked I looked at the game. It was 3 nothing. I looked back at the game and watched Anthony Rizzo, who's one of my favorite players he plays for the Yankees, hit a home run, and then I never turned the game back on. Like, I never paid attention to it. I was like, I just, like, it was, you know, it's one of those things where it's on, but that game last night was, it was on, but I, it didn't have my attention at all.
2: Right, yeah. No, I didn't I even mean,
1: see them take Garrett Cole out. I was surprised when I looked back up and I was like, wait, Garrett Cole's out of the game? like didn't even Yeah, I
2: I yeah, maybe maybe I'm just weird or different or something. I thought it was a I thought it was a great game. I felt like it was, you know, I, I agree we get way too much Yankees Red Sox, but you know, when it's a one game playoff and, you know, um, you know, there's a lot on the line. And the Yankees were in a bad place in the middle of the year, and now they're back. Like I, I just felt yeah. like there was a lot there. But hey, I'm open to the idea. Maybe I, I'm the only one, dude. I get I, it.
1: I and I say this a lot, and when we talk about football on this show, and and I, I want people to freely embrace this. Okay, in life, I do not believe that you should hate people. Like, oh, I hate Ted. Ted's a cock. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I'm not into that. In sports, I freaking hate Garrett Cole. Mm-hmm. Like he is one of those guys. That I hope he never throws another strike. I hope he never records another out. I hope Jose Altuve falls and breaks his ankle and never plays another game. That guy's definitely Yeah, he's a cheating SOB. Now, if he walked up to me on the street, I'd be like, hey, by the way, you're a cheating SOB. Hope your family's well. All right, good luck. (laughs) Like, I just, I cannot stand those guys. And it's why, yeah, anyway like i could go on and on about it like any of those guys attached to that team to that astros team i i have pure hatred for yeah i have zero respect for them none not a they should have been stripped of their world series title but Rob Manfred's got no testicles. So that's he why I was so
2: it. surprised that you had said that that this game wasn't at all interesting to you. And I get that you were busy last night, but there's so many storylines within the game, and that's definitely one of them. You know, the cheating scandal and yeah. and Garrett like the history there, like.
1: But wait, wait, Brylark has a really good point.
2: Yeah. Bowflex might as well call it Monty
1: Flex. Listen, man. Do you, you know, even you know, live? Like, uh, my, hey, I'll tell you. Now I haven't used my Bowflex in a while because you know, well I do use it; it's a laundry rack. Mm-hmm. But um, I haven't used it for the purpose of flexing the bows in a long time. Right. And like my back is sore today. Like I have, like I did back. I did a back and bicep workout. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I, i I like my Bowflex. I would work out what at home a little more often, be, because that that back that back workout was pretty good last night. You can't work out. You can't work out on a Bowflex every day, as my wife is yelling loudly in the background. Um, but you can't you can't use a Bowflex every day, in my opinion. You need like the free weight thing, but it works anyway. Yeah, let's stop talking baseball. By
2: the way, in the comments. In the comments. Yeah, feel, tell me how stupid feel free. I am. Is is baseball not is baseball not an enjoyable sport to watch anymore? Is it not compelling? Is but it, see, not, that's is not, is not, it not fun? I, now you're just being a jerk. No, I'm not now being a jerk. You're being I'm a not jerk. being a jerk. I'm being serious. It's it's a wild card one game playoff between the Red Sox and Yankees, and all we want to talk about is who's gonna play quarterback for Brigham Young University. Yes. Like correct. at some point <laughs> at some point there's something there's more that revolves in the world than who than Jacob Conover – either having an amazing time or messing up his (laughs) life. Like, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand that it's baseball and it's not everyone's cup of tea. And, and, you know, baseball is slow. Yeah, but you don't love it enough to watch one of the biggest games of the year because it's Yankees, Red Sox and ESPN puts that
1: on TV too much. And I hate, I, I, I hate most of both of those teams. Now the national league stuff, like, Hey, like I can put my, the San Francisco giants. If you're not rooting for the giants, I think your soul is broken. Like, I think there's a lot of compelling storylines. But, yeah, actually, you know what? I find the BYU quarterback situation far more compelling
2: than the Yankees-Red Sox. The problem with the Giants is nobody knows who's on the Giants. Nobody knows who's on the Giants. Nobody. I, I would be shocked if, in the comments, somebody could name anybody on that team other than Chris Bryant. Seriously. Tim, Tim Lincecum. Not on the team. Matt Cain. Not on the team. Um, Bruce Bochy.
1: Not on the team. Um... Okay, I'll stop. I'll
2: be serious. <laughs> Buster Posey. Anyway, the he's point not going is- <laughs> to be on the team next year. <laughs> you didn't say next. Like year. that's that's what I'm saying. Like that's the issue with baseball. Look at and, you and
1: getting like all
2: cranky. because it, it's frustrating, dude. Like you know, we we sit here and we want to say, well, well, uh, you know, all we ever talk about on the show is BYU, but then there's other stuff football, going on. Football, listen, football like, puts hair holy on your crap, chest, dude. Like we get it, you know, Kalani and BYU is running out a PR campaign. To say that that everybody's got an opportunity to start. My ass, dude. Get out of here, dude. Wow. Everybody's well, you, got an okay. opportunity to start. Okay. Jake right. is going to be yeah. cranky. Yeah. Um. You know, yes. Yes, Spencer
1: Morgan, you're exactly right. I got my old angry, angry old man rant in. Yeah. Like- <laughs> let's move on. Uh, Man. Angry, angry. All right. Let's move on to Kalani and BYU because I actually do think this is the topic on everybody's mind. Um, And that is who's going to be the starting quarterback Saturday against Boston State. 130 ABC, Lavelle Edwards Stadium. And I'm telling you right now, what you're about to hear from Kalani Satake is the ultimate coach speak and spin about his quarterback situation.
0: Uh, As far as right now, they're all still in in, uh, contention to play this Saturday. So uh, until... we practice and get a look at them. Um, no one's been taken off. Uh, so every, right now is today. Uh, everyone's still available to play. Kalani Sataki, the head coach at BYU. A lot of
2: arms in there, bud. Now, what I'm going to tell you
1: is that we've nailed this pretty well. We've had a good couple of weeks here with BYU, right? We happen to know some people there. Um from what from what I'm told, Baylor Romney is not going to play Saturday. He is out and he is not dressed for practice this week so far. Um, Jaron Hall is dealing with multiple injuries um, and is, from what I understand, very limited. Um, and it depends on who you believe. There are there are, I talked to three people yesterday. Two of them said he took limited reps. One of them said he took no reps and that he wasn't he wasn't throwing the ball. Uh, because there are rumors that he's got a shoulder issue uh, to go along with this this upper, lower, medium, middle of the rib cage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, Jaron Hall's not healthy, and I don't think there's any way that he gets cleared to play football on Saturday against Boise State. I think the the I think there is no doubt in my mind at this point. I know it's Wednesday morning at ten to seven uh, here in the Mountain Time Zone. I don't think there's any way that anybody but Jacob Conover starts this game for BYU. And I think that's because you're dealing with a situation where you have a guy in, in Baylor-Romney who's got a concussion. Um, he has not practiced yet this week. You're dealing with a guy in Jaron Hall who is limited and dealing with multiple injuries. And we know one thing about Kalani Sataki and BYU football, they're not going to risk anybody's health to play a football game. And whether it's ribs or a rotator cuff slash shoulder Um, Because we've heard he's got a shoulder or rotator cuff injury um, that he is dealing with. I don't know. I don't know what the actual injury itself is and nor does it matter. What I know is, is that Jaron Hall's not 100% and he's nowhere near that. And if he's 50%, you're not going to run him out there against Boise State. You're just not. So my guess is the phenom, the guy that you've waited to serve his mission, the guy who. You know, Saturday night and Logan took his first competitive snaps in three years. Jacob Conover um, is ready to rock and roll, and I think if you give him um, the majority of the the first team reps and you allow him to prepare this week, I don't see any reason why you wouldn't feel confident about Jacob Conover coming in and doing the job that needs to be done against Boise State.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think you just have to have the the expectations don't change no matter who's playing the position. You know, the expectation is you're going to go out. You're going to run a cohesive offense. You're going to run the football, uh, and and you're going to you you're going to score 25 to 30 points at least. That's that's the expectation at a minimum, and I think you know, um, the more I think about this quarterback situation, the more I feel like if you're Kalani Satake, it doesn't really matter who's playing the position. And I think, um, you know, if you watch yesterday's show, we talked all about how Conover's got all kinds of um, opportunity, and he's also got all kinds of risk, you know, playing this game. You know, and and you specifically said yesterday that people get one opportunity or quarterbacks, I should say, get one opportunity in in major college football, and and that's true, and that's this is – That's going to be his opportunity this week. I fully believe that. Um, What I also believe is that, um, you know, I think Jaron will suit up and be in a backup role. I'd be really surprised if he wasn't at least dressed, but I don't think he's going to play. I think that's going to be an escape hatch. That's just my opinion. We haven't heard that from anybody. That's not a source, you know, information thing. That's just my gut feeling based on, you know, the news cycle and, and and what we're hearing about Conover and the situation. So, yeah, I, I think the expectation doesn't change. And I, and I think that, frankly, BYU, uh, you know, needs to come in here and act like it's business as usual because I think that's the best thing for the football team. I think if you go into this game and you're like, we got a quarterback controversy or, or you know, we've got, you know, we've got a, a, a young guy in Conover playing the position and so we're not going to be at our best, well, then you're not going to be at your best. You know, but if you just hold him to a standard – which is, you know, you're probably 70% completion percentage, you're probably 25 attempts throwing the football, like that kind of, that kind of stat line, then I think you'll be fine. And that's what I think they need to do. And, and I understand and respect the fact that Kalani's got to say everyone's got an opportunity, but that's just not the case. And, you know, anybody telling you that, that Jaron Hall or, or, or Baylor Romney has an opportunity to play this week, it just doesn't really – it isn't plugged in because if that were the case, then we wouldn't see Conover running with the ones in practice. You know, I, I think Jaron's got a chance to dress as the
1: backup here um, or certainly be the third. Uh, I think you're going to see him in pads on Saturday. I don't think he's going to play. Yeah. And I think that's probably the wise move because you should – if Jacob Conover plays – you should be able to be Boise. This is a team that does not do well against the run. Um, now, again, they, they have a prolific quarterback that throws the ball deep, um, and that is certainly something that, you know, hey, you got to get that that secondary healthy and, and playing well or playing better um, than you saw against Utah State. But I think if, if you play Jacob Conover and Tyler Algier and, and the the backs do their job, this team's going to win this game. And I will again say Harris Lachance is the biggest guy that you're missing um, if, in fact, it is true that he is his his foot, lower leg ankle thing injury uh, is more significant than we know that's the injury you should be paying attention to because the depth that you currently have at quarterback is not certainly your biggest problem i think your your injuries are piling up on the offensive line and when you have guys the caliber and the quality of tyler algier you want to make sure that offensive line is good to go and frankly when your your number one and your number two quarterback are not available to you and you're playing conover if that's what happens saturday um, I think you really want your best available offensive lineman, certainly at your tackle positions. You want those guys able to play the game. And so to me, the Harris Chance injury, how long is he out? because he's not going to play this weekend. How long is he out? Who's going to be available in Waco against Baylor? That's the biggest question. That's the biggest concern to me. Now, having said all that, let's really make sure we don't get ahead of ourselves because you got to go out and you got to be blessed state. On Saturday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, I can't say it normally. It's Who almost, would want to say yeah, it normally? It, it, it's almost like a it's, – it's They play on a like smurf a,
2: field. A
1: tick. It's like a blue turf thing. Like I just – anyway, the point is, the point is, you got to win the game against Boise, and I think they'll do that. So, um, today what I tell you, and, and based on what I'm told, um, baylor Romney will not play Saturday. Um, I think Jaron Hall, it, your best possibility there is that he's a two or a three Saturday. And I have no doubt, I would bet the house that Jacob Conover trots out of that tunnel and is under center when BYU takes the field on Saturday against Boise. And if that is truly, in fact, the case, I feel I feel good about it. I'm not that. What's your level of conf- confidence if Conover starts that they win?
2: Um, I mean, probably like 60%. I would say I think 60% I think think Conover's turnover prone because he hasn't played a lot. And I think that, um, you know, there's no doubt that that Boise state is a rival. There's no doubt that Boise state is going to come after whoever's back there. And I think that um, while Conover will be prepared, certainly I also think that there's no practice rep that is going to amount or equal the feel of, of an out, all out zero blitz coming to get you. And where are you going with the football? You going to the flat? You going to the quick slant? What where are you going? You know, and those are the things that I want to see, you know. And and I think that yes, he's capable of making those decisions, but I I just I just can't get away from the fact that this kid hasn't played, hasn't started a a game in in years. Uh, how do you get around that? You know, how do you how do, you, how do you just simply skip over that and think you're going to be fine? Well, you don't. You, you have to understand that this game is probably going to be a game where BYU turns it over at least one time. You know That would not surprise me. So Boise State is going to get an extra possession at least, and depending on when and where that happens, it could impact the game. So, you know, I know you believe in Conover. You think that he's going to be perfectly fine. I don't. I think he needs to prove that.
1: I don't think – here's a couple of things. I totally disagree about the turnovers. I think uh, Jacob did a really good job against Utah State not turning the ball over. Um, I think historically through high school, turnovers were not something he struggled with. He was a prolific passer of the ball. Um, And generally when when you play at that high level – Um, when you are one of the the most highly recruited quarterbacks in the country, generally they're going to hand you the football and you're going to go kick everybody's ass. Now, as you said, he needs to do that. I think it was a little shocking that he got into the game against Utah State. I think the first couple of possessions he was just getting his nerves under control. I think that this is completely different against Boise State. And I say that because you're giving him an entire week as the number one guy. You're giving him an entire week of the majority of the number one reps. To me, that puts you in a much better mindset that puts you in a much better place, confidence wise, belief wise, that you know what you're doing and what in this case Boise state's trying to do to you, because those are the two most important things. I don't worry about Jacob Conover having command of the playbook because frankly, I think he's got command of the playbook. I don't worry about the basics of football when you're as talented and you've gotten to where Jacob Conover is. You don't, you don't, you're not lazy. You don't forget to study your playbook. He knows the playbook. The question is, what will we see early? What will, what will the first 10 plays be like for Conover? How many scripted throws to get him comfortable will we see? I'm hoping we see five or six. And I'm hoping that we see him go six of his first seven, seven of his first nine. That's what you need to see. And you need to turn around and hand the ball off to, to your best player, Tyler Algier, um, a heavy dose early in this football game to set up play action, which is only going to give uh, Conover more time and space. That's the clear – in my mind, that's the clear and obvious path forward to make him comfortable and to get the most out of your offense against Boise State.
2: Yeah, and I think you – at the end of the day, again, you know, no matter who's back there, when you go on the road, whether it's Boise State or Baylor or whoever, you always want to get off to a nice start on your first couple of possessions. So I I wouldn't be surprised if they – if they scripted those first, you know, yeah, like you were just saying, those first, like, 10 to 15 plays, that wouldn't be surprising. And I think that, uh, you know, I my hope is that they score on the first possession, put it in the end zone, yeah. get the momentum going, and, and have a nice day.
1: Is Boise State a rival? This is a conversation that I think I find it interesting that so many people view Utah, Utah State, um, you know, you, you view those teams as your rivals. I view Boise State not as a rival, but as a significant opponent. There's a lack of respect between BYU and Utah State. I don't think that there's a BYU fan on earth that fears fears Utah State. I think there's a lot of fans who wonder about the outcome of this game. And I'm I'm curious
2: if if I mean I
1: I don't look at it as a rivalry though. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Boise State is is a team that is... They're like that team that everybody knows because of the football field color, but nobody actually knows who they are. And they're that team that you hear about winning a game that they shouldn't win, right? But nobody actually knows... Who the hell the quarterback is or who their best player is or or what their defense is capable of or or who's on who's on the injured list for the rest of the year. Nobody knows anything about that with Boise State, mainly because they don't need to know because Boise State is just good enough to be a problem, but not good enough to win anything. That's the truth of the matter. And so so again, with this when you know, if you wind the clocks back and we go back to before week one, you know, before you played what was that Arizona in week one, yep, you know, and we're looking at this schedule and we're like, okay, well, you got to get to Baylor undefeated. This is just another Boise State this year is just another box that you need to check. However, they are a team that you play consistently year in and year out, and that's why I think when BYU is what are they five and O right now? When BYU is five and l yeah, the, it's gonna you're gonna ratchet up the energy when you go on the road against a smaller team like Boise State. They're gonna be looking to wreck your season, just like everybody else. Paul would like to know what I've done to you to piss you off today. I mean, yeah, I mean, I I just yeah, I I don't think we need to talk about it. You're not very happy no I'm not very happy, but it's 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 life things happen Jeez, you know?
1: Spencer Smith says Jake we still love you <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> it's fine. um you know uh Tanner says
2: like it or not football is king yeah and that's the truth and I don't think there's anything wrong with that I, just- my, my point with that was just that's just that you know when when you look at what's going on in the sports landscape I think that we as sports fans can't be like, well, it's Yankees, Red Sox, and we got that 16 other times this year. So that means this game is going to be the same as every other game, which is not the truth. That's just not the truth. In the postseason, we all loved, like, if you go back 10 years and and you, or maybe, maybe it was longer than that, Jeez, the Aaron Boone home run when they were playing the Red Sox, that's one of the greatest moments in Major League Baseball history. But we just don't appreciate Yankees Red Sox now because it's on ESPN constantly. Yeah, we get burned out on it, no
1: doubt. Yeah. Jesse uh, Fawcett says yes, baseball is lame. Uh, BYU fan CJ says I got burned out on baseball as an '80s and '90s kid. My family always had it on, but it's fun to watch in person. I love watching baseball. I and that's let's, the other dynamic,
2: you know. It's yeah. like it's a great in-person product. It's like, um, you know, like hockey as an example. You're never gonna hear us talking about hockey on the show unless someone died on the bench and came back to life. you know, like you're not gonna hear hockey wow. on the show. Well, it's happened before. It's happened several times before. Yeah. I think it was I can't remember his name in Dallas, but yeah, but like that like that kind of that level of story in hockey. Is when hockey gets brought up. But the truth is we all love hockey. I don't I've never met a person, even if they don't know the rules, who doesn't enjoy going to a hockey game because it's super fun. There's yeah. a there's a. it's super enjoyable.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Brylark says, Is Boise State the last pucker game for BYU the rest of the season? As long as they can keep the quarterback situation at least stable. Uh no. Uh BYU's schedule is far from done. I you have Boise this week, Baylor after that, Washington State. When does um Bronco and Virginia come to that's like Halloween. Um, and then you've got the the last game of the year is um You got you got USC. Boise
2: State, Baylor, Washington State, Virginia, Idaho State, Georgia Southern and then SC.
1: Yeah. Oof.
2: So to answer the question, I mean, the only real games that I, that I would be concerned about, if I mean, if that's how we're trying to phrase the question, is, yeah, obviously Baylor. They should beat Washington State. They should. I You know, I, I don't think they'll struggle to beat them. Um, Virginia is interesting to me, not because Virginia is better than you, but because of Bronco and everything that's going on. Yeah. Y- you know, there's going to be a lot the of drama. emotion there, the drama. So maybe, maybe that's kind of an issue, but I still feel like that's a game that they should handle. Idaho State, Georgia Southern, okay, that's obvious, and then SC. So, really, it's Baylor and SC that are going to keep you – either put you into the college football playoff or are going to keep you out of the college football playoff. Well,
1: and the the hard thing for me and the thing that stands out is you don't have a bye week until November. Yeah. Like, I mean, the train just keeps rolling down the tracks. Well, I mean, and it's what you always say, though. Yeah. Is it? Is it yeah, not? Well.
2: Like, your your depth chart is what, what it is, and that's why the bottom 20 guys on your roster will decide your fate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I I would agree with that. So no, the this is not the last pucker week, Brylark. <laughs> yeah. Um 40 Tanner says he's forty-five percent confident in Conover. May, yeah, am, so I, you're I, I'm way overvaluing him then.
2: No, you're not I don't think you're overvaluing him. Like, Cause I think there's a difference between valuing a guy and being realistic about the guy, right? Value would be, hey, this is one of the 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 highest recruiter, or most recruited high school prospects. This guy's got a cannon for an arm. He came in in a quarter and a half last week or whatever that was and and did a nice job, right? But I also think, like, being overconfident in the guy would be saying, well, he's going to be fine this week. We don't we don't have anything to worry about. I just don't think we can say that yet because yeah. we haven't seen it yet. Yes, he has the talent. Yes, he has the arm. I'm like, yes, he should know the entire playbook. There shouldn't be any limitations there. But at the same time, you got to see it. He's got to prove it, and I think people are a little nervous To use uh, Tanner's or whoever that was, you know, yeah, you're puckering a little bit because you're playing a guy who hasn't started in three years and you're on the road at Boise State. I mean, that that on a surface level, if you just applied that to any program, you're like, okay, this is going to be an adventure, to say the least. Absolutely. But when you dig into it, you're like, all right, this kid can really throw the football. Theoretically, he should be fine. So. So, yeah, to me, my honest opinion is I think you got to get through the first quarter and leave the first quarter up by 10 points. And if that happens, you're going to be super comfortable in this game.
1: Wow. Ace is back and he's apologizing. Whoa. Um, So for those of you who don't know and well, screw you for using vanishing mode, Ace, uh, Ace is a pretty loyal listener who melted down. What did he melt
2: down about the other day? Biden and Trump and vaccines. And, vaccines. Um, Vax- he I said mean, I was
1: judging people. Oh, because of the, the Kyrie Irving, the Kyrie, Andrew, Andrew Wiggins Andrew conversation Wiggins, we had Andrew about Wiggins, vaccines.
2: Thank you for taking the vaccine. And Kyrie, don't feel sorry for you. Just just to put that out there. So
1: Ace, a loyal listener, melted down. He's been blocked by YouTube. So he created a a, a new account that I think he also is timed out on for his wife. He literally called himself Ace's wife's YouTube account. <laughs> Um, and then he blocked us and said he was never coming back because we judge people who don't get the vaccine. Well, Ace just sent an apology message and said, I'm back. And he said, I'm back, MFers. And it's like, okay, welcome back. We're always glad you're here. By the way, if you're here right now, go ahead and give us a thumbs up. Um, Liking our videos really helps the channel grow. And again, we are meteorically rising. We're less than 100 away from, from giving away the Traeger Smoker um, and they are shortly after this Xbox Series S sitting on the table. Yeah, just... and by the
2: way, if the 650 is not available, we'll get you a nicer one. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you. Yeah, like, we'll, we'll don't worry. We'll, yeah, you'll I mean you'll you know. get a
1: really nice Traeger smoker. Yeah, I,
2: I don't want anybody to question whether, you know, like if the 650 is not available, and for those of you who aren't sure of the model line and all that, just Google it. They're, they have a whole. Like, by the way, range. or
1: down in the description, there is a link to the Traeger smoker that yeah. we have. So yeah. check that out. James Knight says Jake's a frustrated virgin. It's normal human behavior. Give, it, give him a break.
2: Uh no, it doesn't have anything with my ha, ha, doesn't have anything to do with my sex life, my guy. I actually think it is. I okay. actually
1: think it does. Okay. Uh haven't cared about Boise State since the 2007 Fiesta Bowl Brylark said.
2: Right, so that's my point. Thank you, Brylark. That's what I'm saying. Nobody cares about Boise until BYU or some other team is 5 or 6 and 0 heading to Boise. <sighs>
1: Okay. Brandon James says, I'm a diehard Coug, and I don't view uh, Boise State as a rival. Neither do I. I don't view him as a rival. Kalani
2: does. Yeah? Kalani does. I can tell you that right now. Oh, do you? Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. I do. Here's Kalani Kalani Satake talking about Boise State.
0: This is a a rivalry game for us where uh, it's something that that we're familiar with, seeing all these guys on the field again, and and them returning, and I think they have, um, you know, is a really good quarterback. He's efficient. He knows how to spread the ball out, and he has great targets to throw to. He can also run. He's a, he's athletic. Um, you put that with all the receivers that they have, the tight ends, big targets. They have a, a core of running backs that can run the ball. Um, a number of I think four guys that we looked at that 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 are guys that are going to get carries.
1: Kalani Satake, the head coach at BYU, talking about Boise State. I don't view him as a rival. Brock Meyer can throw the football. That's a kid that's breaking records up there. So be ready for that. Josh Lovren says, Boise State and BYU have only played 11 times. They thought they played more than this. Series is seven and four for BSU. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. Uh, Spencer Morgan's... Whoa, comment. Oh, my bad. Um, Spencer Morgan says... Wow. Great job on the comments today. Uh, baseball is great. I always assume people who hate it were the kids growing up who were too dumb to play baseball and got stuck in soccer. Now... I'm a guy who's played baseball my entire life, even as an adult. Right. I just, keep, I'm done with Yankees, Red Sox. I'm over it. That's, that's where I'm at on it. Uh, Brandon James says, Virginia and Baylor and USC are scary. They all are. Yeah. Brandon Whiteside says, irrelevant sports pecking order, soccer, golf, hockey, baseball. Soccer's not irrelevant.
2: See, uh, but here's my thing. Mm-hmm. This is my question for you as someone who is an avid soccer fan, or English Premier League fan, mm-hmm. as you like to call it. How is it that, that, that you can be so intrigued by a meaningless Chelsea match against Everton, let's say, and Yankees-Red Sox, postseason, winner-take-all game, just means nothing? That's not, it's not compelling, doesn't matter, you're too busy shredding paper last night. How does that happen? Um, because I think when you
1: look at – when you look at – Chelsea Football Club is—I mean—that's been twenty years of fandom for me. That, like, I, I look at the way that I, it, we're all different. I—I'm passionate about English Premier League soccer. I am. I'm—I'm I'm a passionate baseball fan. I just hate the Yankees and the Red Sox. I—I I, I don't hate baseball. Like, I—I I really don't. Um, so it's not as though I'm saying I hate baseball. No, I'm not I saying that. I just don't that. find that game compelling it was over it, it, i think the final score was 6-2 Vi, by the way these a dominant postseason pitcher so as soon as they went up 3-0 or whatever it was that game was over and the yankees are are the yankees routinely make outs on the bases they they led the major league they hello, they led the major leagues in getting thrown out at home they made the most mistakes all year on the bases 22 outs at home plate i, I mean it's ridiculous um Spencer Smith says, we need Matt Payne back for this Boise game. Jeez, there's a name from the past, right? Uh, Kay Newren says, BYU football just win, baby. Uh, Spencer Morgan says, plenty of opportunities for losses left on BYU's schedule. Yes, exactly right. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, Ace is the place for the helpful hardware folks. (laughs) Ace is going to appreciate that. It's quite simple, so I don't
0: know why motherfuckers be overcomplicating Yeah, don't
1: be overcomplicating them, eh? man. Spencer Morgan also says, too much Kool-Aid drinking on an unproven QB recruit. Maybe it's just the Utah fan in, in in me because I've seen them ruin so many good recruits. I just think that Jacob Conover is he's that guy that's on a different level. I mean, when you're recruited by pretty much every major football program in the country, your talent and ability is unquestioned. We'll see. Now, it, to your point, to your point, Krabby ass. Yeah. Now he needs to take the football and run with it. Yeah. He needs to to take over this offense because I'm telling you now. If he comes out and – what's the best-case scenario? Let's get just crazy.
2: In the game? Jacob Conover, or like yeah. in the first quarter,
1: Jacob Conover comes out, throws for 400 yards, five scores, runs for another 50 and a score.
2: 25 to 35, 400 yards, one on the ground. He's never
1: going to be a backup quarterback again. If he comes out and dominates Boise State, how are you going to take the football from him? Yeah. What's worst-case scenario? Well, he comes out, they can't throw the football – Boise stacks the box at the half. It's, you know, the game is 7-6, Boise State. That's worst case scenario right there. So we'll see. I think it's probably somewhere in the middle. I have no problem seeing Jacob Conover throw for two touchdowns and 300 yards. And I have no problem thinking Tyler Algier is going to run for 200 yards and probably two more scores. No problem with that at all. I think I think BYU is going to comfortably win this game as we'll give you the lock on Friday. But I think this is a comfortable win for BYU. I think they are significantly bigger and more athletic than Boise State is prepared for. Yeah, that's what I think. I would agree. Now, you want to talk about Baylor? That's a different thing. Talk to me in two weeks, because I think that's going to be a that's that's the game of the year to this date. Uh, BYU fan CJ says Conover has thrown TDs to Nakua before. He will Saturday as well if he is if he's in forty two to ten BYU. Well, they were. I, would,
2: I mean, I would love that, dude. Honestly, I would love a forty-point plus performance out of Conover. I would love that, but I think that I just I'm I'm not a believer in hey let's just give this guy the benefit of the doubt because he was recruited by Alabama and he happened to land at BYU. I'm not doing no, that no. with this guy. I'm not giving
1: this guy the benefit of the doubt because he was recruited by Alabama. The game tape again, not not trying to say hey look at us, but when we have this kid in studio in Arizona. Yeah. He just has a presence about him. You know those those performers, those big time athletes, like I can tell you, guys that come to mind that have an aura about them are guys like Jordan and Kobe. And when you're at the top of your game, and when we had him in our studio in Arizona, he was at the top of his game. He had that swagger about him. You know, like he had that, you know, that Zion Williamson in high school feeling about him. That's how good this kid was. Here's the deal. I'm the best there is. And and I'm not all in because he was cru- recruited by Alabama. I'm all in because the guy can just throw the football. His arms only sprouted out of his shoulder socket to throw a football. God bless. Like, that's who this kid is. No, he's better than Tim Tebow. Uh, but that's who this kid is. He's. A, it, that's why I'm excited about it. Give him a week of of one reps and preparation time and he will live up to the hype. He will live up to because again, I just go back to my axiom that I, that I've talked about and that you keep mentioning. I look at I look at freshman quarterback that get the opportunity and generally they run with it. They they explode right from the get.
2: Well, it's one or two things, right? You're either going to do that or you're going to fail. So it's 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 very simple and I think you've said that before as well. Like it's a very it is a very black and white, you know, left or right kind of yeah, situation. Yeah, it's boom or bust. Yeah, boomer bust. There are very yeah.
1: few guys that get in at a young age. And the the obviously, the elephant in the room is he's been on a mission for two years, right? He's out serving and, and, you know, doing his thing, and now he's back. And last weekend, he took his first competitive snap in three years. There's some hangover there. Fortunately, he's had spring ball, fall camp. Um, four weeks of of, you know, running with the threes. Now, this week, from what I'm under what I'm told and what I understand, he's taking the majority of the one reps. And I think Jacob Conover should be ready to rock and roll. Uh by the way, yeah, that's absolutely true, Chris. Uh Utah's playing a game this week as well. Is this not and maybe this is part of the conversation here in the great state of Utah? The Utah Utes as a football team are irrelevant. Yep, it is bizarre. This is the oddest, it, in, in in the in the almost ten years that I've been covering football in this state, I don't ever remember thinking, "Man, the Utes are playing USC this week, and nobody cares."
2: Well, here's it's the weird. Truth. Here's the truth of it, uh, and, and and I'm not even joking. When you have people dying on the street. And you're setting up private charters for the entire program to go to a funeral if they want to on a voluntary basis. And you're having to answer media questions and your players are having to answer questions. And it, it, it just, it, 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 you're not talking football. Like, and I know I keep saying this, you're, you're talking about people dying. You're talking about retiring the number 22 because two kids have died wearing that number. Like, yeah. yeah, like that's what you're talking about instead of, hey, how are we stopping Keaton Slovis? You know, how are we how is Cam rising pushing the ball down the field? Like it's a different vibe. And I just it, you know, it, it seems like every day that goes by it just it, like it's more cemented that Kyle Whittingham is just living out the string here. And, I think and, he's
1: and checked. I do. Th- I don't I, it's this is harsh and I don't mean it to be harsh. I think Kyle Whittingham is on some degree checked out. I would be stunned. If we even got to February first, and he was still the coach at Utah,
2: yeah. Because the sad truth is, is that they're not. You're not getting into a major bowl. You're not like you're not doing much this year. And but that's again, the I
1: well, let's slow our yeah, roll a little but, bit. They have not. They are undefeated in conference.
2: Okay. Yeah. No, but I'm being serious.
1: Yeah. I'm being serious. Yeah. Utah has not lost anything yet. Mm -hmm. They've not lost anything. Mm -hmm. uh, They they have as clear a path to the Rose Bowl as any team in the conference, because UCLA fell on their face. Oregon fell on their face at Stanford. Yeah. If BYU or or excuse me, if Utah runs runs the slate here, and I'm not saying they will, but if Utah pulls together out of this Aaron Lowe tragedy and wins the South, they'll be relevant then. It's yeah. still all to play for. That's the hardest part about people saying that Kyle Whittingham is checked out and that players are just not as engaged as they need to be. Can you blame them? No. But everything is still to play for right in front of them. And I, I, I that's why it's so shocking to me that all of a sudden Utah is irrelevant. They're absolutely irrelevant. And it is. it's shocking. It really is. Um, let's see. Josh Leverin says, if Boise State was in another league.
2: Candies and nuts.
1: If my aunt had bulls, she'd be my uncle, but she don't, so she's not. Yeah. Would BYU fans and Jake feel differently about Boise? Right. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. If they joined the Big 12, if they gotten invited. Oh, wait, they didn't. They may in the future. Brylark says Kalani just trying to manifest some energy into his team. They are probably gassed at this point. They aren't rivals. I'd agree with that. Kevin Blissett says, can't wait to see Monty jumping off of the Baylor train for Conover after he throws for 250 and three touchdowns against Boise. If he throws for 250 and three touchdowns, I think Kalani will jump on the Conover train.
0: You know, All,
1: all of a sudden, Baylor and Jaron, we just need to get them healthy. The priority is their health. Ha- Jacob's going to start it's this so week.
2: It's so funny, dude. It's so funny. Right? First it was Baylor is the Jesus Christ of this team, and now it's now – no, 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 no. First
1: it's... it was Jaron Hall is the second coming of Tim Tebow. Yeah, you know. Then it was <laughs> – I I still maintain that when everybody's healthy, Baylor Romney's the best quarterback for today right now. I agree. And he's not healthy. He's not going to play this week and or unless there's a miracle. There won't be. He's not going to play this week. But I think Jacob Conover the guy. And you know why you jump off the Baylor train? Because quarterbacks always have been and always will be in the moment. You are only as good as what you just did for me. And if he throws for 250 and three scores, all of a sudden Jaron's got a hell of a lot more time to get them ribs and shoulder and, you know, rotator cuff.
2: And I'm just telling you, you're going to be in a hell of a spot if, if Baylor Romney is healthy and Conover throws for 400 against Boise. I'm just saying.
1: And I think there's a good chance he's going to do that. Uh, Kane uh, Newren says, BSU is mad they didn't get in the Big 12 and will play hard. Absolutely. Tyler Holden says, will BYU uh, keep playing Boise once they are in the Big 12? I don't know. I hope so. I hope by the time Boise or by the time BYU's in the Big 12, that Boise's with them. Because I think, you know, I'm pretty certain that the Big 12 is not done expanding yeah. at this point. And I think, that's the next big blow is what happens in the Pac-12.
2: Who, Something's who got
1: Yeah, who bails on the Pac-12? Because I think that's coming. Giggity says, can we talk about how baseball playoffs could have the two best records squaring off in the first round if the Dodgers win? That would be remarkable. Yeah, well,
2: and, and that, so that's the thing. Like, you know, that's why I love baseball. And, and I get it. I'm not saying that, that baseball is better than football or anything else. I'm telling you that I love the game no matter who's on the field, you know? And – and I think that, that last night's game was, was incredibly compelling. I think that last night's game, while it wasn't a 10-9 game, it wasn't a high-scoring game. Uh, the Yankees being completely undisciplined and whiffing at 27 or 22, you know, fastballs last night in the first five innings is ridiculous. I mean, that's, yep. that's amazing to me. So I, but I get it. It's not football. It's not basketball. It's certainly not BYU, Boise State. Like, I, I'm not even joking. I'm being serious. Like, but,
1: like, tonight is compelling to me. Dodgers, yeah. Cardinals, Pool going against, you know, the St. Louis Cardinals, his beloved, you know, former home. Like, uh, the Dodgers are compelling to me. The Yankees and Red Sox are not. They're not. Um, so it is what it is. And James Knight has a legitimate question mm-hmm. Can we ban Ace just because we can? No. We don't ban people on this show. We
2: don't control that.
1: Yankees are the Alabama of college football. You know they're popular and good, but it's so overhyped. You're bored with it. Exactly. Exactly. And by the way, by the way, there was a comment earlier about what firing Aaron Boone. Listen, if you think firing Aaron Boone's what's wrong with the Yankees, you're crazy. They have a systemic issue. If Hal Steinbrenner has any testicular dexterity. Yeah. Um, whatever that means. If uh, Hal has any kahanness, he will clean house. He will fire Cashman in the entire front office and start over. Yeah, fire Cashman, fire Boone, clear the clear the decks, start from this from the beginning. And you know, the first call you make is to Theo Epstein.
2: You and I both know it. Oh, that'd be fitting.
1: It would be fitting.
2: And I suddenly think suddenly Yankees and Red Sox is interesting to people again.
1: It would. or that would certainly help. That would pour gas on the fire. There's no doubt about that. Uh, the Big Magamble. Only a few things are certain in life. Death, taxes, and teams blitzing young QBs. As long as they prepare JC for that, he'll be fine. Totally agree. Um, yes, get Matt Payne. Do you even know who Matt Payne is?
2: I don't, know.
1: Okay. Matt Payne uh, was a kicker mm-hmm. for BYU. Mm-hmm. And he would come into the game, and you guys remember the House of Pain song?
2: Yeah, I like it. it. Was it was? Lit. I like it. Okay. Yeah.
1: Daryl says Conover equals slow release. Well, hopefully in a week of preparation, you're working on that. Um, I mean, he's had listen, Jacob Conover's been serving the Lord, uh, for two years, and he's had spring and fall camp to get ready to play football. So you you he hasn't been able to, and, and I would go back to Zach Wilson because I think he's a very good example here. Zach's mechanics were, you know, like his top and bottom halves were not in sync. His feet were never in the right place. Oh, and then he went and worked with John Beck and Tom House, and all of a sudden, the guy was throwing the ball all over the world. So you develop and you mature, and you only learn by making mistakes. As a quarterback, your best teacher is your failure. Usually in life, your best teacher is your failure. But as a quarterback, the the throws you don't make usually will teach you the most because all completions do for quarterbacks is build their confidence. Yeah. If you are a good quarterback, that's confident the throws you miss are the ones that will teach you the most because your feet were out of place. Your, you know, your, your arm slot was wrong or your release was too long or you can't wind up and throw a football. You can't. And I'm sure his, off the top of my head, I can't visualize his release, but you know, I'm sure it's something that'll get better. Uh, Lark says, ultimate nightmare season for Utah, reliving 2020 all over again. Truth. CJ says, Utah will lose to USC again in the Coliseum. They haven't won there yet, and they won't this year. I, I think they have won in the Coliseum.
2: I don't know. I'd have to go and research it. I'm, I'm not sure.
1: Was it, I'm pretty sure that, that Utah swept LA that one year for sure. I could be wrong. Um, greasy Hands, auto Sean Butterfield. Uh, okay. What you do in your personal time is who the f- is that guy? It's none of our business. The only thing I look more forward to more than BYU football is the Monty show. Oh, I like baseball. Okay, cool. You can keep your name then. Uh, Spencer Morgan says, Yep, KW seemed checked out before the low incident. He did, and that's the hard thing for you fans to understand. Everybody wants to take, hey, Charlie Brewer quit because of the Aaron low thing. No he actually he and kick
2: a person when he's yeah, down.
1: He you know Charlie Brewer pisses me off. Like that whole thing. It's embarrassing. Like you want to talk about a guy crumbling, that's a guy because who crumbled. It's garbage. You had a little adversity and you just walked away. Cuz that's what it feels like. Well, I I don't know that we'll ever know exactly why. But you quit the team? You, you you didn't play well, you lost your job, and you quit the team. What did you think the expectations were? You coward like that? Does that? Yeah, that to me is yeah. Um, explain Urban Meyer and DeAndre. I don't know what you mean by DeAndre. DeAndre Ayton, is that is what that you mean? What
2: that arrived? is that.
1: Let's talk about Urban Meyer real quick. Yeah, because I think this is fa- fascinating. Her name, first of all, is Cayman, Nebraska. Were you conceived in the Cayman Islands and your parents are from Nebraska?
0: I have no idea what that was.
1: Like, who names their kid Cayman? Okay. Urban Meyer falls to 0-4 with the Jags. Massive forehead Trevor Lawrence doesn't play well. Urban Meyer decides not to fly back to Jacksonville on the team flight, which, trust me when I say is highly unusual for a head football coach. Instead, he goes home to Columbus, mm-hmm. to his bar, where by some accounts he drank heavily. And then came, came in Nebraska, <laughs> who is a blonde, voluptuous, young filly.
0: All gas, no break.
1: Well, we didn't know that until he started grind, she started grinding on Urban's hand while being videotaped by multiple people because, hey, dumbass, you're Urban Meyer. You're and in a he
2: will every single time.
1: You're in a bar. Idiot. You look drunk. Visually, you look drunk, in my opinion. And so you thought you would be okay in a bar full of people to grind your hand into the crotch of a female and nobody would notice.
2: It's classic urban.
1: Well, unfortunately for him, that female was not his wife, who he's been married to for 30-plus years. There was a woman named Cayman, Nebraska. Oh, did we mention they know each other and they have for several months? <laughs> She's a PR assistant at a firm, and she was hired to do a photo shoot with Urban several months ago over the summer. And so they knew knew of each other. So let me get this straight. Now I ain't no player like Jake is, right? Yeah, clearly. You let's suppose that you only met her at that one photo shoot. Mm-hmm. You did a photo shoot with her. She left. You left. You went and did. You know. You went and drafted. You know, huge forehead. You know, Trevor Lawrence, massive forehead. Right. Um. And then you lose your zero and four. You suck out loud. You happen to be sitting in your bar, and here comes Cayman, Nebraska, which is which is different than Carmen San Sandiego. Um, here comes Cayman, Nebraska. And you don't know her that well because you only saw her once at a photo shoot. So you have a couple of choices. You can shake her hand. You can, oh, good to see you again. Or you can stick your hand in her crotch while you're drunk and she's going to grind on it. Um. See, this doesn't strike me as somebody that you're not familiar with. Don't you know who I am? This strikes me, in my opinion, as somebody who's had intimate interactions of the carnal knowledge with a woman that's probably not his wife. Just so you can go to Poundtown. Come on. Are you telling me this is the first time they saw each other right, since the photo shoot? This is such a gimmick, dude. <laughs> this Bro. Is such a gimmick, man. Again, now I know you're, you're that pimp. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer. Right. Herbs. But look, Herbs, you can't tell me that Carmen San Diego just walked
2: into your bar and you're like, all right, hand and crotch time. Woo-hoo! You think you think came or Carmen or whatever the hell her name is? No, Stormy Daniels. OK, why?
1: <laughs> why go there? <laughs> anyway, the point is that's every day. You can't tell me that these two didn't know each other. Come on. And then this morning, if you didn't hear the news, Urban Meyer apologized to his Jacksonville Jaguar team in, in the locker room in front of the entire club. He's like, Hey, you know, the only two things I care about are my family, which any allegedly went on to say my family, which includes my wife of 37 years and uh, my football players. And I've, I've embarrassed both of them. Okay. Well then immediately after the, the came in Nebraska news broke yesterday that that was her name. People ask two questions. Hey, Kamen, why do your parents hate you? And hey, Urban's going to USC. And I will just again say, do you really think that President Fult, who is a female that is at USC, a woman that is incredibly sharp, who has stood for and and fought for women's equality, is going to hire Urban Meyer? The crotch-groping, domestic-violence-facilitating head coach at Ohio State? I doubt that. He's not going to USC, man. He's going to be lucky to finish the year as a head coach of the Jags. Urban Meyer's disgusting. Yeah. Urban Meyer's not a good person. And Urban Meyer should not be coaching people.
0: What's wrong with you?
1: Certainly not impressionable college kids. He is a maker
2: of men. Stop. Stop. It's a joke, dude. I mean, this is this is it's uh, from ridiculous. the day that they hired him. I was like, dude, like when does character start to count? When does when does what you do off the field actually start to matter? What was was allowing, you know, your assistant coach to beat his wife not enough for somebody to say, "Hey, we're not going to hire you?" Like was 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 having a absolute cold-blooded, you know, like killer in your program at Florida. Not enough for people to wonder the, who you were as a as a human?
1: Yeah, Aaron Hernandez, you're gonna, just going to overlook that. Like, really? And signing Tim Tebow to try and be a tight, like nothing you've done at Jacksonville has gone well. God bless. I mean, his players uh, are reportedly do not respect or like him. The owner is embarrassed and humiliated by him. Like could have fired him for cause and not paid him.
2: Like here's where it's at in 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 Jacksonville. Think about this. Before Herbs the Herb show showed up, the best thing you had going for you was Blake Bortles, right? In one season when Jalen Ramsey was still on your team. And other than that, you've been irrelevant. So not only irrelevant. Did you did you not only were you irrelevant, when you tried to change that, you're in the news for all the wrong reasons. That's worst case scenario for an NFL team. Never mind that you're 0 4. Yeah, it's never crazy. mind
1: all that. Ah, uh, says you guys are edging towards having a hundred concurrent viewers on a regular basis. Good work, boys. The channel's growing phenomenally. I love well. that
2: people are are <laughs> people are really paying attention to the to the stats. Right yeah, now.
1: there was a note the other day uh, from a guy named Riley who is one of those guys who there's most people don't comment. Most people just watch in the background. Yeah, which is w- fine. Riley says that he was a listener of our show on thirteen twenty K fan back in the day. And he says that he's followed us since he was on Periscope and yeah. um, he actually referenced the debacle that was Twitch. Um, and he's like, he, he said it's, he has a lot of pride in watching the channel grow. I like that. Which I think he's is amazing. Invested. I he's, think he's that's amazing.
0: And I appreciate that. And,
2: and yeah,
1: I, I appreciate that people are here. By the way, if you're here right now, give us a thumbs up. We appreciate you watching the channel grow. Um you know, is this why you guys talk so much BYU to grow the channel? Well, we don't talk that much BYU. It's just they happen to be the lead
2: story in, in Utah. I mean, we can talk Boston Red Sox Yankee baseball last night if you want. We can do that. Would we you tr- prefer that? You know. But we've, I mean, I, I think we, you'll see
1: when the NBA season really gets going. We talk a ton of NBA, a ton of NFL, a ton of college uh, on this show. The growth of this channel is great, James Knight says. Um, the night Guy says, I don't want to visualize anyone's release. <laughs> That's amazing.
2: So this is where ass vacuums and people releasing yes. comes into the show. Yes, exactly. Daryl
1: says mechanical release, huh? <laughs> Looks like Riley Nelson. Yes.
2: What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs>
1: hey, uh, Jacob Conover. Uh... Conover. How's your release looking these days? Good. Good. <laughs> uh, James Knight says, even if they refuse to ship to Australia. Oh, wait. That little dweeb, Grocock. Yeah, Grocock. Corey Grocock won the Xbox last time we gave one away. Yep. And he's in southern Australia. By the way, did you see that? Yep. Damn it. Yep. You cannot. you ag- Lift the travel ban on Australia i i please i want maybe, my maybe maybe not no maybe, maybe fuck yeah they won't do it i want my 4x gold i do but did you see that bj penn is running for governor of hawaii only okay. so that he'll eradicate all covid protocols dude no masks no travel bans no vaccine passport stuff um, Brylark says anyone could have predicted that urban's first season in Jacksonville was going to be a disaster, but this is next level disaster. Yes, yes it is. Dude. Yes, it is. Yes,
2: it is. This yes.
1: is absolutely next level disaster. Yes. Uh, Spencer says no, Utah hasn't won in the Coliseum. They did the LA uh, sweep in a year that uh, had SC at home. Ah, my bad. My bad. Austin Lewis says Jake Heaps or Charlie Brewer. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow had to bring up Jay Keeps, didn't you? Travis Wilson. Didn't you? Travis Wilson was a good quarterback. Mm. He was. Mm. But Jay Keeps transferred to like 13 different schools.
2: <laughs> yeah, did, maybe him and Charlie Brewer can he, hang out.
1: Did he play for like Kansas? That's how bad Jay Keeps was in college. But he wound up getting like a cup of coffee in the NFL. Yeah. Jay Keeps. That's what matters. You probably don't remember Jay Keeps. The Night Guy says, what's the over-under on Urban being the first NFL coach to be fired? I think it's a tight race between him and Nagy. God, why would you bring up Nagy? <laughs> the
2: over under question is what's the over under on how long the Herb Show survives in Jacksonville? Because I'm saying it's Week Eight. I'm saying the over under is Week Eight. He won't be there.
1: I think his it, it, the news that his players hate him is it has him on the edge. I, I'm and and then Shad Khan, who is a very is a pretty devout believer. Yeah. To to be on tape groping a woman that's not your wife in public is brutal. Like for a guy like Shad Khan. Spencer Morgan says Brewer's decision makes total sense. He wanted to preserve a year of eligibility. He literally wanted to keep playing football longer. Unfair to call him a quitter. I don't think it's unfair to call him a quitter. Yeah, he quit on the program. You dude. didn't perform well. He did not play well. Was the offensive line trash? Yes. Did Charlie Brewer help them? No. Now, Back to the top. But, yeah. <laughs> Do you even quarterback? The he question – Yeah. You came to a school that you knew didn't uh, have quality on the outside. You know the receivers are issues. Your two best receivers are your tight ends and then Britt and Covey. But Britt is so small that it makes him difficult to He's. – Let's be honest about, about Covey. He's a great kick returner. You, there is a specific route tree that he can run to be a, a weapon. So, I don't know. Um, Brylark says, regardless of his attendance record, Grocock is a legend on the show. One day there will be a <laughs> statue of him outside Casa Listen, de Monte.
2: let's not forget when literally Grocock decided to take over the show and said, I need X amount of votes to win the Xbox. And what happened? It happened.
1: Yeah. Brylark says Jacksonville hasn't been relevant since 95.
2: Uh, they were pretty relevant when they were going to the postseason with Jalen Ramsey on the defense. Jacksonville
1: needs to fire Urban or change their logo to a dumpster on fire, says Nike.
2: <laughs> well. I agree. Yeah. Jake,
1: how's the dating
2: life? Um, it's good. Going out tonight. Um seeing... Why don't you talk about dating apps
1: real quick? Before we talk about the teacher breaking your heart, why don't we talk about dating apps real quick?
2: Yeah. So dating apps are kind of a struggle. Um, you know, I started on Hinge and then, you know, in the comments we got all all these people saying, Well, you gotta get on match, you gotta get on match, you gotta get on match. Okay. So I got on match. I I did, I subscribed for a month. It's a, so it used to be that you could just have a free profile on match, I guess, but now you got to pay for it. So I do a month. Um, I'm about two weeks into that month and nobody has responded. And I, and I mean, not that you could see it on my phone, but I think I'm at like 30, maybe even 40 likes at this point where I've liked somebody, they've looked at my profile and they haven't, responded back. So maybe it's just a me thing. Maybe maybe I'm just not good at this thing. But um in that same amount of time Hinge has put out like five or six conversations that admittedly have gone nowhere. But at the end of the day, I just so far Hinge's been a lot better of a product. Now that said, the teacher thing is going good. Um we're going out tonight. Um, you know, we are doing a quicker, you know, pick up in and out, go drive cottonwood, come back kind of a thing. So it's gonna be more low key. So um, you're gonna
1: take her to the mouth of the canyon?
2: Yeah, yeah, the mouth of the canyon, right? The carasses, right?
1: Okay, that's fine. Um, w- why is Match so bad, though?
2: I just, I mean, it's not that it's a bad platform. It just hasn't, pre- it hasn't performed. Uh, nobody's doing anything. You know, like i have I literally, like I, I, I don't know the exact number, but I got to be at like thirty people that i've liked i mean look, wow. i mean like all these and people and none of
1: them have a- replied n- n- to like, you like look
2: at all these people none of them like none of, literally none of them it's th- this has to be a list of probably 25 30 people that i've liked none i mean i
1: should probably go all urban Meyer and get on match as well and yeah
2: let's go let's go you know. all urban Meyer and try to grope somebody in a public bar maybe that'll work out maybe that's the strategy
1: i can't believe he did that travis wilson was a good quarterback lol spencer morgan says he did the job though
2: I mean, Travis Wilson did the job by Utah standards.
1: Well, but Travis Wilson is arguably top three, four quarterbacks you've ever had. I mean, if you think about his, Travis Wilson was at a time. I shouldn't say that. He's probably top five quarterbacks you've ever had. Travis Wilson was the starting quarterback at a time of transition. You were, what were you, year four or five of joining the Pac-12. I mean, he had good receivers. His you want to talk about a crazy release? I don't know. Travis Wilson won you some big games. Listen, who's I, ever going to forget him going head over heels at the big house in the rain in a rainstorm? I'm yeah. certainly not. Listen,
2: he was a f- he was a folk hero. He was a guy who was good, but he wasn't great, and everybody loved him. And there's nothing wrong with that, man. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it.
1: Uh, crypto ice says, Jake, I know this girl. Her name's came in Nebraska. Call me.
2: Okay. Yeah, for sure, man. I'll call you. You gotta, you gotta hit me in the DMs. Unlike any of these women. Wait, he, here's an ultimate question for you. If yeah. you're
1: Urban Meyer, are you still on Cayman, Nebraska? Are yeah, you? you want to set up the meeting? Yeah. Are, are you now in full clandestine mode? Are you <laughs> naive enough to think that you can still be hitting that, or are you just? I guess. I think you're probably letting that go. I you you better be. Dating apps sound like a nightmare, Greg Hawkins says. Yeah,
2: they're 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 an absolute nightmare until. You meet the one and you're you're there. Seven
1: thirty seven driver says to the mouth <clears throat> of the canyon for a quick release.
2: <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm a man. Yes, correct well done correct yes yes
1: that's funny james knight has a suggestion yeah can okay. we get jake a fully vaccinated hooker monty i will pass the hat around in the comments
2: crack ice boom pow yeah man
1: yeah do you understand now that people the people that watch this show are now invested in you getting
2: she sent me a selfie last night she did and she's yeah she did yeah. let's see it yeah i mean let me like well, now, we got now to clarify it was not a nude i just want i don't want any oh, nude well, then comments I don't in the see comments you know this isn't
1: sensuous a... okay so my main complaint with you in dating is oh she's cute i know she's cute i know that's nice yeah i know uh she's a redhead she is wow
2: Jake likes I don't know top. I don't know if a carpet master drapes I have no idea oh my god I don't know bro Grow up <laughs> people have <laughs> asked us that I'm telling you I don't know I'm getting ahead of all these co- these questions that I know are coming in the comments but see the thing I don't understand and this
1: is again what I will say and uh, the, I struggle with this right you fuckers don't talk on the phone
2: but it's different now we don't need it's to talk no, on no, the phone it's dude. not different it you is. can't make a connection on text Okay, but you can between dates. Like she doesn't okay. have like it's just I'm telling you it's different.
1: BYU fan CJ says redheads are spitfires. Have fun. I will. I plan on it. If you guys if you're in your guys opinion, who are the top 5 QBs in Utah not today Tanner. <laughs> and of course, so here comes Spencer Morgan. <laughs> I is there any que- yeah, I mean is there any question that Alex Smith, Scott Mitchell and Brian Johnson are the top 3? There's no question about that. None. And I think Scott Mitchell, Alex Smith, like Alex Smith, that He's was a, legend, dude. a special thing. Yeah. See, and I don't think I would, my, you would put, nah, Travis would be fourth for me. Travis would be fourth for me. Uh, But anyway, we'll, we can do that at some other time. Go after married women. That way, you're only competing with one guy instead of 30. Wow. Wow. Where it, are we at in you society know. today? BYU fan CJ says Jack Tuttle number five. That's not nice. <laughs> That's not nice. On your next date, are you going to text with her at the restaurant? That's my
2: point. No, I'm not, dude. So why does everybody hate on texting? What, like, what, is, like, why is it a, why is it a big deal? Why is that a problem?
1: Well, at least you can't get like any kind of crazy cold sore from texting.
2: I mean, mm. I just like we have we've had great dates. Like, we're the momentum's there. Everything's good. I just think you, I, I don't know.
1: It's fine. It's fine. It just, it's a different way of doing things. And that doesn't mean it's wrong. I mean, you're, it, it, you and your forearm development are impressive.
2: It I, I agree. My motion is really good. What <laughs> happened to the convenient one? Uh, she's around.
1: Around. You know. You just don't, that's not anything that you're terribly convenient on.
2: Yeah. I mean, it happens from time to time. It's, you know, it, it like it's, it, it's, that's just how it is. Like, you know, it comes and goes. Yeah. No pun intended. Okay,
1: is she a natural redhead, Jake? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I l- listen. I think it is one of those things where dating has just changed. Uh, I yeah, and it I has. think it has. Dale Donut says if you if I bring out my phone while on a date with my wife, she would kick my ass. Yeah. And I'll give my wife credit for that too. My wife has actually been like, "Hey, let's not bring our phones to bed. Let's not, you know, let's not." spend time with our phones let's spend time with each other now that hasn't always gone well you know i'm just saying yeah Brylark says oh jake i got one a one-upper for you my wife's uncle just got asked for a divorce over facebook messenger so there's worse people out there than Um, you um my my wait is that true my uncle, my wife's uncle, just got asked for a divorce over Facebook Messenger. He broke up with you over text message? Come on, bro. Like, see, this is the stuff where yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. stop. Yeah. Stop.
2: That's some Charlie Brewer stuff right there, bro. Stop. That's some Charlie Brewer. That's ridiculous. Stuff. Yeah.
1: Um, Gabe Ledley says, Monty hating on texting. Whoa, comment dump. Monty hating on texting like we didn't write and pass notes trying to get them. Hose back in the day. Hey, thank listen, you, Gabe. Thank listen, you. Listen, I but, but here's you. the difference. That was in school. How many times was my brother or my sister or my mom like, "Get off the phone! It's
0: too late." Because
1: <laughs> you had like the long. Remember the long phone you cord? You didn't have
2: text messaging as an option. A phone That's on not the wall. Fault. There
1: was a phone on the wall, and yeah. the cord was like twenty feet long, so yeah. it ran under your bedroom door. To the point where my parents. Took the long phone cord off and put a super short one so you had to sit. And mind you, it wasn't accidental that the most uncomfortable chair in the house was right next to the phone. <laughs> My parents were hoodlums. Anyway. Uh hurry up, Jake. Global warming's gonna happen. I don't Okay. I don't I
2: don't understand what that means.
1: Uh who cares about Utah quarterbacks? Kay Newren says.
2: Yeah. They 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 either quit or they're not very good. So what's it going to be? Yeah, Jake, I'm with you on the
1: phone call thing. It's weird. Women don't like it anymore. Yeah, they don't.
2: It's not a thing. It's it is not something that they enjoy. FaceTime? Uh, FaceTime is hit or miss. You know, some do, some don't. You know, last night was not a FaceTime kind of night. She had she has she has this plumbing issue in her house right now. So like there's like okay, her wait, whole- is, that,
1: is she has a plumbing issue in her house? Is that a euphemism? Yeah. Does that mean that had flows in town and I'm just no, missing that? No, there's or?
2: no piping going on, okay? Stop with the euphemisms and stuff. You're going to Roto-Rooter that for her or what? Uh, We are going to the mouth <laughs> of the canyon. I mean, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Kitty
1: cat juices is not all over oh, the place.
2: Come on. That was funny. It was. She has a plumbing issue in her house. Yeah. She's had it for several days and they fixed it last night. You
1: usually it lasts seven days.
2: Yeah. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm a jerk. I'm yeah, sorry. We know. Monty, you never simple. saw Mike McCoy play as Utah quarterback. at shows. I... Cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right. Hey, did you guys hear that Darth Taxi Vader didn't make the Forbes 400? Ri- yeah, let's talk about this money thing because then we got to go. Let me ask you about money. Yeah. The Forbes 400 came out. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of money. No, Donald Trump's not on the Forbes 400 because his uh, real estate assets have devalued. Um and stagnated, uh, but it's not like the guy's not worth billions. I think, oh man, Donald Trump only worth two point five billion. Uh, uh, but by the way, people are saying he's out of liquidity. Yeah, that he has he has. There were by some accounts he has less than a hundred thousand dollars in his bank account.
2: Yeah, well, here's the problem. I mean, when you're hiding your money in all the real estate that he's hidden his money in, and now it's yeah. worth less than he wants to sell it for, you're not going to be able to liquidate it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem.
1: Well. And this is not political, these are just facts. Donald Trump's biggest issue with his real estate is it's generational. So he's owned a lot of his real estate for decades, 30, 40, 50 years. And so it let's say he bought it for 5 bucks or it was bequeathed to him for $5. Bequeathed. Bequeathed.
2: Yeah. Um
1: nice. you know. Uh it was it was transferred to him and it was worth $5. Now it's worth $5,000. Right. He has to pay capital gains on all of that. right? So if he were to like when he got into office, ethically, people were pushing him to sell off all of his assets. He did not do that. And by law, he didn't have to. But if he were to sell his real estate, he would essentially have to give about 70 to 80 percent of it to the government in capital gains taxes. And there is no way to hide that. There is no tax sheltering that. When you hold property as long as he's held some of his property, I mean, you're going to take it in the shorts because it was not worth nearly what it is worth now when you bought it. And so his biggest issue is there's no liquidity in his real estate. Yeah. Because of, A, the money that he already owes the government – be the capital gains that he
2: would have to pay on that hold on so even yes there's no i I don't disagree about the capital gains thing that's you know that's well known that's not a dispute but my question would be even if he did have to give all that money away there you can't tell me that the the particular pieces of real estate that he owns aren't worth just a tremendous amount of money so even if he had to give away let's just say 80 percent of it you're still are left with an ass load of money He's right? looking
1: at about, if he were to sell, I, I think I saw a calculator online um, where he, if he sold all of his real estate holdings, his capital gains tax would be like $2.6 billion.
2: But then after that, and this is kind of my point. He would have though, about $1.2 billion in, in liquidity. So that's what I'm saying. Cry me a river. <laughs> like, yeah, but, uh, but
1: again, understand the scale and the lifestyle. When you're used to being worth... Almost three billion, and your your liquidity, the cash on hand, has gone so far down because you've spent so much money on so many of the. Why do you think he's he's fundraising so hard? Yeah, because he is in financial straits, and he's
2: looking at significant criminal uh, exposure. I just I can't see, like I don't know what isn't he like seventy five? Like how old is he? Seventy seven, I think. Seventy seven now. Like you know, I'm just sitting here thinking like. I know Joe Biden is old, but like just thinking of Donald Trump running again in 24 and don't forget the shoe release coming up here in three minutes. I got to have this one, dude. Yeah, Yeah, this this is is a must cop. This is a must cop. This is a must cop. Yeah, for sure. But anyway,
1: I just think you have you have so much stress and strain on this.
2: Yes, that's my point. You're, You're almost 80 years old and you're still like struggling and grinding and and trying to trying to connive your way into different situations and like it just is it's tiring it's not sneakers it's nike oh it's okay Um,
1: i just think that when you look at this forbes 400 of the richest americans yeah what would you do if you had that kind of money i'll never have that kind of money i'm 48 years old uh i'm pretty well to do um by the way this deck thing this deck project turned out unbelievable
2: by the way remember yesterday on the show how you said that the wayman brothers construction had been on time and everything and yes everything was awesome Yep. i walk out to my car and i get my car after the show i'm leaving and everything who do i see pull up yeah wayman brothers right they're on time on, they're dude. on time like literally right on i was it's, like wow it's amazing
1: i we found our contractor i don't know oh, there's I, no doubt
2: yeah yeah there's no doubt i mean it, yeah. if the guy can do a deck he definitely can do a kitchen
1: Oh, yeah. He renovates big time. And and I would use him for our flips like it, like the way the Wayman brothers. I'm I'm excited about that. But anyway, here, no, there. Yeah. The point is that when you look at when you look at this list, what would you do with that money? If you were a billionaire, if you let's say you had five billion dollars, how would your life be different? Well, Uh, I can tell you I wouldn't be getting up at four forty five. No,
2: I'd be getting up at nine o'clock doing the show.
1: Um I we probably still would be doing the show. Oh,
2: 100% we'd still be doing the show. 100%. No doubt about it. Um I would definitely have like 10 cars for sure. No doubt about it because I am an avid connoisseur of fast cars. Um I Where would and, you live? I See. Now that's the question. You know? I'd
1: live in multiple places.
2: Well, Mrs. Monty and I have talked about this. We have would a be house. The home pad, though, because everybody's got to have a place where they live most of the time. And Park, then they probably Park away.
1: City. I would build.
2: I would build so you're a Park City guy. I'd probably build no more than 3000
1: square feet in Park City, uh, but I'd have a home on the water in Huntington Beach and I would have a home. See,
2: that's what I'm saying. I'd want a house right right off of PCH in SoCal and, and I'd have a home on Maui. Yeah.
1: The I'd have I that's where my three homes would be, um, and then I all all I would do is travel the world and live on my interest. I mean, I just would, and then of course I would I would start a bunch of businesses. Yeah. Um, you know, like I would probably I would probably build a real estate portfolio, is what I would do, um, because no matter what, no matter how you look at it, um, real estate real estate's always going to be there. Undefeated, bro. Yeah, I, I think it's always going to be there. All right, let's get some of your comments. Horatio Hornblower says in no world is Trump struggling financially. It's just not as much as he wants um to pretend it's in liquidity. Well,
2: I mean Well, it, struggling financially meaning not meaning that he's struggling to pay rent. Yeah, it's not like, like the guy has not, no money for food. That's not what that means. It's more like struggling financially in the sense that he doesn't have the the war chest of funds that he once had to to campaign and to you know and that's why he's got a fundraise and so he's having to do more work on the uh, he's having to do more leg work to get the same result as he did before uh
1: the night guy says you guys have to know how much i appreciate your show still recovering from neck disc replacement and watching the show pushes that pain in the background for an hour awesome sauce dudes we appreciate yeah, you being appreciate here, man. Yeah, I appreciate that, dude. We like, really do appreciate that. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I, I think. Um, okay, you know, okay, the draw. The, yeah, the, the, it's so open. The draw is open. Let's go. I got face go, ID baby. off often. Come on, baby. And Come stuff. on, let's
1: go. Let's go. Let's
2: go. Come okay. on, baby. Here we go. Done. Did, done. Did we get it?
1: Did we get it? We're checking ah, availability.
2: You're in line. Ah, in line. So we'll see what we get here. You're in line. No, but I really appreciate the Nike fact that I, listen, I really appreciate that that you're listening to our show and you're in the hospital still, I think. You, like I you're mean, recovering. Yeah. Well when or, he was
1: when he had his surgery he was
2: in. Yeah. I but remember, yeah.
1: The Night Guy, you've been with us for a while, and I don't think that I don't appreciate that. Don't think I don't recognize that uh because I do. Um Mrs. Monty. She's doing it. The, well, there's the, the ladies at the front door. <laughs> anyway, the point is um Larry Pigworm says Tanner Plummer disagree with you. Okay. Gabe Ledley says if Monty had billions, maybe we'd finally get a merch line. Oh my God, Gabe. Cold blooded, bro. Cold blooded. But it's true. Do you know how difficult it's been to get a merch line going? I'll get I'll get it taken care of. Trump is not having to cut down from five burgers, is now having to cut down from five burgers a day to two. Yeah. There is this Grisham chick is ridiculous like whether you respect or disrespect or like or don't like Donald Trump his former press secretary is on a book tour mm. and she wrote a tell all I it's well, fun Talk about. Well, I'm a good listener it's fun and everything I have no respect for people who do that well, y- your gravy training and your profit taking what
2: other position are they in what else are they going to do you suffered for years and yeah, and, I, I, and what you're supposed to get nothing out of it? I don't blame him. I agree, it's not ideal, but I don't blame him, Certainly, it's not ideal. It's not. Yeah,
1: I kind of bored. I get it. I get it. Monty is a multimillionaire. Tanner says, "No, I'm
2: not." No, he's all not. the best,
1: night guy. Gabe's, Brylark says, "Nice, Gabe." Yeah, that's usually
2: Brylark's line. Yeah, that was Where's well done, line? Gabe. I, I gotta get, get dude. I gotta give you credit, Gabe. That was really well done, bro. Seriously, <laughs> like, I did not. That was that. That was that left hook coming that I didn't even see coming. So that that was but seriously we it's not like we're not trying to get the merch line going we really are trying it's just really difficult like I know we say this every time but it's really difficult to find somebody who can execute it with us and and just like Teddy provided us with Wayman Brothers Construction it would be amazing if anybody out there listening to this show had a, a referral to somebody Like it's, it's
1: even difficult for me to find a screen printer. We got it. You got it? I got it. You Apple card is charged. Boom. You there's a congrats a screen.
2: Let's go, baby.
1: Oh, are you? I didn't get it. I, I'm still in line waiting. Wow. You got the Jordan
2: 5 Oreo, which is on the wall. So tough luck. Didn't get it. Yeah. Did not get it. Wow. Anyway. That's a bummer. That's a huge bummer. So, yeah. If you have referrals, if you know somebody, anybody, I mean, we, we... and all we,
1: we have all the artwork done. We have all the logos and stuff. We just need somebody that we can trust here locally in Salt Lake City to print T-shirts that are not going to be trash. I'm not going to give away and sell merchandise that is a that is that shrinks and deforms. And we want uh, we all we want to do is T-shirts, sweatshirts in a in a skull cap. That's what people have told us they want. Yeah, you want a nice knit beanie. cap, uh, a beanie thank you i couldn't think of the word beanie you want a beanie you want a sweatshirt and a t-shirt and i'm i'm good with that i'm totally good with that i it's it's frustrating to me that it's hard to find people to work with yeah um you know like it's it's just very it's very difficult when are you guys going to hawaii steve wants to know we go to hawaii in... november 24th yeah and this is quite a hotly contested discussion in this house because mm-hmm. i wanted to go a week early and do the show from and work from honolulu because we went to Oahu once and we just had a terrible time. It was not a great trip. So we wanted to go back. Yeah. Uh Dale Donut says no koozies. Greg Hawkins says I'd buy Monty and Jake show merch.
2: We what do know, you guys want? Trying, like, yeah, what trying. do you guys want? Like Do you want t shirts? Do you want hoodies? Do you want do you hey want
1: man, can you guys make me a mouse pad?
2: Do you want <laughs> do you want the little the little poll tag that you put on your car keychain? Do you want stickers? What do you want? I mean, we're open. We want to do it. It's just we're not going to do something half-assed. We're not. Well, I mean, it's just not something we're going to do or consider. And I think we – there go my dogs, the cleaning lady just arrived. It's all good. Yeah, she's cool. Yeah. She was
1: so, you know. Yeah, it's fine. It's all good. But, anyway, yeah, but the point is – You tell is us that,
2: what you want and we'll do it. I mean, I'm, we're trying to put it together. It's just a matter of finding somebody that can execute it with It's us.
1: hard to trust people to make merch. Uh, Greg Hawkins says coffee mug, beer koozie, dad hat.
2: <laughs> for Monty
1: merch, start off with a shirt and see where it goes. Mind Axiom says hop on Backpage for dating, Jake. Oh, geez, don't do that. No classifieds. No classifieds. <laughs> I love you for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a good point, Jake. When are you going to negotiate for your name to be on the show title?
2: I mean, it's it's uh, on the
1: show title. No, it's yeah,
2: kind of. Yeah, it's the same last name. That's true. I mean, That's everything fair. we do is Monty something. Yeah, I mean, right. Here's here's what you guys don't understand. So everything that you visually see is what I'm in control of. Like on on like thumbnails, video content, all that stuff. Like I handle all that. This guy makes sure you see it. So it's we both do it. You know. So I I mean, the Monty show is what we've <laughs> wow. been running with for probably a decade now. James Knight says, get a hat that says I hate Rudy, or get some
1: I hate Rudy Gobert t shirts. Fat, Fat Jesus says what about temporary tattoos? Yeah your girl can have a tramp stamp tonight while you guys going oh date. now
2: she's my girl Well I
1: mean you're you're going to the mouth of the candy. so here's
2: the question and this is this is kind of where things are at. This is where I'm at in the game with this girl <clears throat> what is the threshold and I know we gotta go but what is the threshold for for girlfriending? How long do you date before you try to make her your girlfriend? Is that like five dates? Why start this eight now? dates
1: why start this now?
2: Um, there is no. It's it's not a
1: number, right? And this is. The,
2: I know. I'm just asking the question. It's no
1: no number. It's a feeling. Yeah. Your heart's gonna tell you when it's time to. If <laughs> you afford. guys ever want, kick it, we'll it flow. When it's time to milf her, your heart's gonna go. When on. it's time to milf her. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Right. Uh, Tanner says, make a shirt that says, "We don't watch jazz games." Yes. Okay. Jake, I don't think it's fair she's getting some and you ain't. She's not. Okay. How do you know? Um, You know. what? No. Okay. Um, You know, when you give her your letterman's jacket.
2: (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Yeah. You know.
1: I don't think there's a number that you put on when you're girlfriending.
2: Yeah. And I'm not rushing it either. I'm not.
1: No, she's not rushing. You would have already married her no, if she you. No, I would not. You'd have been in the ceiling no, room and you got, she would be pregnant for See, the fourth time. See, you said that already.
2: about the last girl. And how did that work out? I burned that thing to the ground 10 ways to Sunday. So, the last girl?
1: Yeah. Oh, the one you broke up with yeah, text. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm not wrong about that. Hey, I'm, I'm not, not wrong I about that. I didn't say you were wrong. I'm just saying I'm not rushing.
1: If she wants you to ask her to be your girlfriend, she'll let you know. Exactly. Yeah. Jake, I knew I was going to marry my wife on the third date, Brylark said. I like that. Now that I'm part cyborg, think I'll I'll pull more chicks, L O L the Nye guy says. <laughs> <laughs> well, having a bionic neck certainly isn't attractive. Bionic. Um, it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Uh Tanner Plummer says, LOL, it pains me to say this, but make a hat that says Luca's mom is hot. <laughs> That'd be amazing, speaking in the middle. Sorry, play uh, music. We got to go, man. Okay. We got to go. I have Yelpatory stuff to do. Uh, make sure you hit subscribe. If you're here right now, please give us a thumbs up. Um, liking the the uh, liking the video really helps the channel grow. Um, and then take a picture that you're subscribed. Tag us on Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok. Jake's SLC Supercars on The Monty Show. We're going to give away a Traeger Smoker at 2500 and oh, by the way,
2: uh, we're at twenty four fourteen. Bro, y'all better get in, man. I know I say it every day, but I'm telling you, this is we, going to come to an end fast. How did we go from a thousand to it, it, all we need is eighty six? No, and I don't know what we're doing because I, I think the next giveaway is five thousand. Like I think we got to keep, like that's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's that's some exponential growth. Maybe one day we'll be at a million. You Maybe. know. It is what it is. All right, until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.